What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Merry Christmas from the six man. You hear me? It's Christmas, man. That's the first time I let that play out like that because I wanted y'all to hear, man. That is a that is an engineered beat that don't belong to nobody but me. I mean, shout out to the nigga Snoop, man. Snoop made this beat for me, man. And uh, well, he ain't making for me, but I told him I needed some original music and. Um, he, he gave me like four or five beats And this was one of the ones that I really, really, really liked And it was the first time I let y'all hear it You know, kind of throughout its entirety But, I mean, it's a cranking beat And I'm also being blessed in a few um, With TGR, man They're going to do an intro rap on the beat for me So it's, it's, it's going to be sick But yeah, man, welcome back to the show um, It's Christmas It's Christmas, man and it just seemed like the consensus all around that I've heard in the last maybe couple days is it just don't feel like Christmas no more. And so I think I wanted to sit down and rap with y'all a little bit about Christmas and, you know, going back, back in the day when Christmas was, you know, kind of the shit and just coming back up to, to now because it just seemed like it just seemed like Christmas not what it used to be. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it just seemed like um, it's not as, um, it seemed like it's not as fun or as exciting as it used to be. And I got to say, man, shout out to my coworker, Bob. Man, he made us some um, apple pie moonshine. I'm actually sipping it right now. And, uh, Bob, you might be right, man. You might have to add a little bit more, but luckily for me, I got a little bit of that 180 proof here, so I'm going to add a little bit, but it's good, though. I don't really like Apple anything, but this is pretty good. <clears throat> That's pretty good, Bob. Good job. So, again, yeah, so it's Christmas, man. And, um, just to recap, man, I, um... I've been I I I ain't gonna say I've been going through a lot, but I've had a couple challenges in the last uh, I want to say two months. <clears throat> in the last two months, uh, I had to put out a lot of money um, to get my car fixed, and then I had some challenges, you know, getting back and forth to work, um, picking my daughter up, um, you know, just getting around, just doing stuff, just just staying mobile. And um, after I got the car fixed, <clears throat> after I got the car fixed, it just seemed like it was one thing after the next. I got the car fixed, and then I caught two flat tires, and then I had to take the car to admissions, and I had to do all this stuff. And I was just thinking to myself, like, damn, like, I can't keep putting out all this money for this car, man, and not having, you know, not having no warranty, not, you know, nothing for whatever. And I did not, I did not, <clears throat> I did not want to get back into having a car note. I did not want to do that. I did not want to get back into having a car note. And um, Lord knows I didn't want to get back into having a, a car note. But, <clears throat> um, you know, people always say, you know, um, things happen for a reason. And I don't want to necessarily say people, but the saying is, Things happen for a reason, right? And things definitely happen for a reason. 
And I believe that I received a letter in the mail one day and it basically was telling me, you know, it wanted to get me out of my old car and get me into a new car, so to speak. And of course, I thought it was bullshit. So I read the letter, um, kind of thought on it, pondered on it. And then I went to work and then I made a call. And then the first call I made, it didn't go kind of the way I wanted it to go in my mind. And see, that's the thing. It's always in our mind what the fuck we think, how shit should go, right? And so first call didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Second call went a little bit better. And then I just made the decision to leave work early one day and just go check out, you know, what they had that was available. <clears throat> and I think after maybe four hours of, you know, being there and not really knowing what was going to happen, I drove off the lot with a with a brand new pickup truck. <clears throat> and the only reason why I'm, st I'm, I'm, I'm telling y'all this story is because I feel like at the end of the day, there's always somebody going through something, right? <clears throat> and there's always a challenge involved. And people don't necessarily know what you're going through unless you open up and be transparent. And one of the things that I did say that I wanted to do on my show was to try to be as transparent as possible. <clears throat> and I would like to also um, just apologize for not being as um, consistent as I could have been with my platform because of some challenges that I've been going through with life. <clears throat> and I woke up this morning, Christmas. I woke up Christmas morning and I thought to myself, Get it in gear, Slim. You got some good shit going on. You got some real positive people around you. You got some people around you that's helping you with your with your project. You got some people who are, they don't even know, but they motivating the shit out of you. So get up and let people know that you still here and that you still got a show. And so that's what I'm doing now. I got up. And I was like, it's Christmas, so let's talk about Christmas. <clears throat> and I also just want to thank these people, you know, that's out here that's motivating me, man. Y'all motivate me every day, man. And, um, you know, as a black man, it gets, you know, it gets hard, you know, because sometimes we can't do what we want, um, even though in our hearts we want to do everything we can. And sometimes we just can't because we don't have the means to do it. But I think throughout the year, you know, we show ourselves approved by doing everything that we can for our kids, whether it's going to soccer practice, whether it's picking them up, going to the movies, whether it's, you know, being in the store, not necessarily going to get something for them, but you walk past and you see something that they might like. So you put back what you bought for you and get for them. So, I mean. It's the type of stuff that you do all year. <clears throat> and, I, you know, it, it, it's funny because <clears throat> sometimes people don't know what you're going through. But then, you know, people that's close to you sometimes may know. Um, and they ask you, you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. And, and, and I don't know. I mean, and it's, and it's just sometimes your voice can channel maybe something wrong. And it might not be nothing wrong. You might just be deep in thought. You know, you might just be, you know, thinking about something that's been going on. You might be thinking about 
something that's going on. But, you know, it's just that it's just that, you know, that family, that family spirit, people know, you know, when, when something probably is bothering you. And I mean, it, you know, it could be. It could be, you know, nothing really. It could be just you thinking, right? You know, it could just be you kind of deep in thought. <clears throat> but it's just the fact that people can ask, you know, are you okay? And I mean, you know, that tend that, that can tend to, you know, bother a person if, if there's nothing really wrong with them. If somebody just keeps asking them, asking them, asking them, is something wrong? So, you know, it, it, it could just be you and deep in thought. And um, I've been up. Um... I've been up since six o'clock in the morning and here it is 1030 and I'm just recording because I just had to sit and ponder and think about Christmas and about, you know, the true nature of Christmas because Christmas was about Mary <clears throat> getting impregnated by the Holy Spirit. And having a child that wasn't necessarily um, made up how we were made up with with the same type of blood. And this is just from teachings from um, Pastor Jenkins because he taught on it recently. And he was just saying how, you know, Jesus was not made up of the same blood we were because we were made up of blood from our mother, from her womb, you know. DNA, mom and dad, from the mother in the womb, blood, you know, that way. And he was just saying how Jesus wasn't made up the same way. <clears throat> and so his famous saying is, um, it's not about the gifts under the tree. It's about the gift that was on the tree. And in actuality, that's kind of, well, not kind of, but that is the ultimate gift and the celebration for Christmas. In a nutshell. And sometimes. Um, as a parent. And I'm kind of going back now. Sometimes as a parent. You want to do everything you can. For your child on Christmas. Because it just seems like that's the tradition. On Christmas we celebrate the birth of Jesus. On Christmas we celebrate his life. But then. It just means that all oh, we get these gifts. You know. That back in the day when you got that Huffy um, Sonic 6 bike. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that Huffy 6 bike that had the six um, had the gear shift with the six uh, six gears on it? Man, I remember that bike, man. I remember I got that bike and I let somebody ride my damn bike. And as soon as they fell off my goddamn bike, I was like, get the fuck off my damn bike. But I'm just remembering, man. I'm just remembering back in the day when um when Christmas was when it felt right, so to speak. You know, the tree was in. I helped Mom Deuce put all of the the the, the decorations up. Um, you know, putting all the lights up. I mean, she would clean the house from top to bottom. I mean, Mom Deuce would turn on the OJ's Christmas album and play all the old school Christmas songs, man. And I mean, would literally, I mean, when you when you heard that Christmas music in the house, you knew it was time to clean up. <laughs> I wish I would have 
um, adding my brother on here. But man, when you heard that Christmas music, you knew it was time to clean up the house and put up, you know, the Christmas cards and put up decorations and uh, go get the tree and all that good stuff. And, you know, just waiting into anticipation of the day, <clears throat> December 25th. And I remember one year, man, I slept in the closet. I remember one year, she she told us to go to bed. We stayed up. We stayed up pretty late, though. We stayed up late. I know it was probably like, it wasn't after Christmas. It wasn't after 12 o'clock, but we stayed up pretty late. And then she, you know, forced us to go to bed or whatever. And I remember I crept back downstairs because, um, you know, mo majority of the gifts that we had put under the tree were already under the tree, but it was some stuff um, that, that hadn't got up under the tree yet, just yet. And, um... I had slept in the closet because it was in the living room and I could see the TV. I can, Because I'm like, man, <clears throat> I'm going to see this dude Santa Claus, man. I want to see if this dude Santa Claus is really coming to South East. <clears throat> I want to see <clears throat> if this dude is really coming to South East, man. Like, real talk. And so I'm in, it, I'm in the closet. I'm posted up. <clears throat> I'm kind of quiet. I'm dozing off, dozing off. And then I hear this noise. And when I wake up in my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Santa Claus, right? So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to see Santa Claus. I'm about to ask this nigga all types of questions. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, is he going to be white? Is he going to be black? Like, what the, what is going on? And um, I, I kinda, I'm kind of creeping to look through the slits, the little slits of the, of, the, of, the, of the closet. And I can't see, see, but, you know, I'm just looking, right? <clears throat> and I can see a little bit of movement. And I'm like, oh shit, it's really somebody for real. And I mean, keep in mind, y'all, I'm a little, I'm a young, I'm a younger, right? I'm a little delirious because I already been up late and then I'm half sleep going off in the small ass closet. So I'm I'm disoriented. I'm 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm just a little bit of everything. But I know I see something. So I'm like, oh shit, I see something. I think it's Santa Claus. And so I kinda creep the door open a little bit and ain't make too much noise. So the person who it was ain't hear me, but all I remember is, um, I, I I tilted the door open a little bit more and it made that little that little that little noise when you know when that metal rail ain't greased up and it go as you opening the door. And all I know is I scared the shit out of my mother. She was like, "What the hell is you doing? Get your and I'm talking about you talking about Santa Claus. I'm like, this ain't no damn Santa Claus. It's my mother. And my mother was putting all this stuff up under the tree. And I mean, for me, right then and there, it was just like, damn, there is no Santa Claus, man. Santa Claus is my mother, man. And so it just made me think about, you know, all of the stuff, you know, now, all of the stuff that she sacrificed back then to, you know, make make Christmas good for for us. And then it made me think about all the other parents that lived in the same area. Like, you know, when you live in Southeast, you know, I'm not going to say it's a bad area, but it was close knit. And everybody, you know, was kind of in a similar situation because you you living in the same neighborhood. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people had it a little bit more fortunate than others, but at the end of the day, we all lived in the same area. So everybody, you know, had encountered some of the same shit, you know, some of the same tragedy you know, some of the same, um, you know, losing a family member, 
um, you know, stuff happening to him, you know, whether it be credit, whether it be losing a job, um, you know, just stuff, you know, just just life experience. I'll just say that life experience. All of us, you know, kind of were, were in a small, you know, community and we all kind of endured the same type of life experience. But for Christmas, I remember coming outside year after year after year after year, man, and it was just like the freshest day ever. I mean, because you had on your freshest clothes, you had on a, your freshest shoes. You had your presents. Everybody was outside like, oh, what you get? What you get? Oh, I got this. Oh, I got that. Oh, what you get? What you get? And I remember, you know, just being so happy that you that you got all that stuff. And it's just like over the years, it has changed. You know, it's not as festive. It's not as um, happy. And I think that that kind of has to do with just society and how we are changed, how, how we've in evolved and changed overall and it's like now going fast forward i have i have kids now my brother has kids you know um you know a lot of my homies a lot of the circle they got kids you know whether it be you know a, a child or a pet you know what i mean because now you know pets are considered you know a family member so you know i mean all of us have our collective you know, um, little people that we need to look out for. And we try to make it, you know, um, you know, we try to make it as festive as, as possible. Now I'm getting all these, I'm getting all these, uh, Merry Christmas texts, but I can't, I can't mess with it right now. Cause it's too much to be texting, man. Um, and so, um, we still got these little people that we got to look out for. And we got these little people that we got to make, you know, Christmas bright, you know, as the song says, we got to make Christmas bright. And so, you know, with the way society is now, it's not as easy and laid back as it used to be for a lot of us. I mean, for a lot of us, you know, when we didn't have kids, it was just pretty much us. And, you know, Christmas was, was a little different. You can buy presents for mom, dudes. You can buy presents for, Eric, you know, whoever, whoever you wanted to buy presents for. But now with kids, <clears throat> it's not that simple because the children are first. Everybody else is second. And so it's a lot of, you know, parents out there right now struggling to, you know, make ends meet, you know, put food on the table, you know, keep the rent paid, keep the cable on, you know, keep up with all the PlayStation toys and just, you know, just keeping up with all this stuff, man. And yesterday, um, I, you know, I, I I got this new vehicle, and that's a blessing. I got this new vehicle, and uh, I thought that uh, I needed a a new car seat, well, a new booster seat for Gianna. And I already had another seat and didn't realize that the seat that I already had was convertible where it would turn into a booster seat. So that's neither here nor there. But I'm, I'm, I'm in the store. I saw this. I saw what I needed, which was the booster seat, like I said. But then I walked past the little shoe aisle and I saw these cute little shoes, and I was like, "Man, I know Gianna I like these," so I bought them. Even though it wasn't what I went to the store to get, but yet, yet again, I'm buying shoes, and I'm like, "It's Christmas, so why not?" So I bought the shoes. So I'm in line, get the stuff, ring out, <clears throat> walking out the door, and I got this box in this bag, you know, because the box is bulky with the booster seat in it. And I'm walking out the store and the dude bumped me, boom. And I'm like, what the fuck? So the box kind of fell on my arm. And when he bumped me, I mean, instant, instantly, I pushed him. And when I pushed him, I was like, man, what the fuck? What the fuck is you doing? And he had all these 
baby clothes in his hand. And you could just hear the monitor, boop, 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 going on. And everybody like, what? What the fuck going on? What's going on? So I'm thinking it's me. But then after I push him and I see all the stuff in his hand, it's him. And so he trying to fight to get up. I pushed him again. Like, man, what the fuck is you doing, dog? Police walk up. What's going on? What the fuck going on? I said, man, this nigga just knocked me down, man, knocked me down, coming out the door. He got all this shit in his hand. They like, oh, shit, okay. So I pretty much made it easy for the police, right? But even when I uh, went on IG and I kind of told y'all what happened, as I'm driving, it just made me think, like, dang. Slim was, regardless of, you know, who the clothes were for, it was just the fact that look what he was doing. He was stealing baby clothes. Who was he stealing baby clothes for? Was it for his baby? Was it for a baby that he know? Was it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's getting that rough out here. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's always, to a degree, it's always been rough. Right? But here it is. This is a black man. And he looked like he, he could have been a foreigner, like Africa or something like that. <clears throat> um... And, you know, his look when I pushed him the second time was like, damn, Slim, let me get the fuck up so I can get out of here. And I'm just looking at him like, damn. And it just made me think, man, like, I don't want to just say black men because I know it's some women out there that struggle as well. But, I mean, I'm a man, so I can only speak from a man's point of view. And, I mean, for black men, I was just looking at him like, damn, like, he is going through so much to the point where he is going to steal these baby clothes. And not even do it in a way where he being slick, where he popping the sensors off and, you know, stuffing them in the bag and then walking out. He literally got the sensors still on, the clothes are still on the hanger, man. And he was going to take a dash for it. And I don't know, maybe he had a car waiting for him around the corner or whatever. I don't know. But I was just like, damn, that's crazy, man. That this dude was planning on running out this store with all these baby clothes. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, what, like, like. Is is it that is it that hard out here? And I mean, when I think about it, it is. It's that hard out here. Where you gonna go in a store and just take baby clothes off the rack and roll out with them. And that's just how hard it is now. I mean, that's just like a a, a glimpse of <clears throat> that's just a glimpse of how hard it is out here and the lengths that you know, we would go to to try to make our little ones happy. And um, when I woke up this morning, I was feeling that because I'm in a situation where I wanted to be able to do a little bit more for my princess and my, and my oldest daughter, but as far as money, I wasn't able to do that. But I spoke to somebody through tech and I was just saying how I was you know I was disappointed I felt disappointed I wasn't upset <clears throat> I'm not mad I mean I, I I feel very blessed but I just felt a little disappointed because I wasn't able to do as much and it just made me reflect <clears throat> on service on Sunday and just made me think about <clears throat> just everything up to this point and it's just like somebody just told me that you know, look at what you do all year round. Don't just look at what you do for one day. 
And that's some real shit. Because as a parent, you do shit every day. And like I said before, whether it's picking the kids up, dropping them off, going to the movies, you know, whatever the case may be. You do it 300 and, well, I can't say 364, but you know what I mean. You do it every day of the year, you know, all year round. And it's a little rough when you want to do something and you can't. And you, cause you want to, you want to be able to do as much as you can. You know what I mean? And so my thing is about Christmas now is, um, now that I'm older, I'm looking at it way different. I mean, especially the way Pastor Jenkins was, was breaking it down. You know, it's not about the gifts under the tree. It's more about the gift on the tree. <clears throat> And um, that's really true. I mean, even though we still like to give gifts, even though we still like to, you know, celebrate and, and give gifts, it's just, it's not about gift giving. It's about the gift that we receive. And when I think about it, you know, when when Gianna was born, I wasn't going through the best time in life. You know, her mother and I were going through a divorce. And so... She ended up being the blessing out of that whole situation. And so now I look at it like she's the blessing. So, you know, I got to look at it like, you know, if, if I didn't go through what I went through, if we didn't go through some of the turmoil, we didn't go through some of the pain, maybe she wouldn't be here. And so now I think about it like, wow, like. I do do for her all year round. And I do provide you know, all year round, whether it be through child support, whether it be through, you know, what I do with her and, you know, whatever. But it just seems like, you know, as a parent, man, we, we, we think about so much when it comes to our kids and Christmas, man, that we want to do so much. And sometimes we just can't. And I mean, with this situation with this young man who uh, was still in these clothes, you know, we got to think about some of the consequences that we're going to go through if we make certain decisions to try to, you know, make our kids happy. And at the end of the day, our kids are happy, man. Because they got their mom and they got their dad, you know. They're happy to see their parents. And they don't know how much money you got in your bank account. I mean, Gianna asks me all the time. I drive by places, she'd be like, oh, daddy, I like I like donut. When she sees 7-Eleven. Or we drive past... Um, uh, 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 McDonald's. She say, "Daddy, oh, I, oh, I like Happy Meal," and I be like, "I know, I know you do." And then I drive past, and she be looking at me like, "Nigga, you ain't just hear me say I like Happy Meal? What you know?" And one day I had to just tell her. I had to tell her. I said, "Boo, you know, you know, when we, when, when, when mommy and daddy buy you stuff, we buy it with money, and a lot of times we don't always have the money to buy you stuff." And she looked at me. She was like, okay, dad. <laughs> and I just wanted her to know that it's not like I don't want to buy it because I don't, you know, I don't want to buy it for you. It's just sometimes I don't have the money. I mean, sometimes I do have it. But then, you know, of course, McDonald's not good for us. So I try to stay away from that place and places like that. But the point I was trying to give to her is that I don't want her to think that when she asks me for something that I don't want to give it to her. 
And then I don't want her to think that every time she asks for something, she's supposed to get it. And so we developed this thing where, you know, <clears throat> when I pick her up and I ask her how she did in school, she'll tell me, I did good today, Dad. And she'll show me her little paper where the teachers mark off whether they had a good day or they had a bad day. And so if they had a good day, you know, we would, I, I would uh, get her something to eat, but then I'd get her a treat, you know, whether it be a piece of cake, candy, um, you know, something sweet that she liked. And that, that way she know she did a good job. But I always acknowledge <clears throat> the fact of her telling me that she had a good day with, that's a good job. That's a good job. Cause I remember one day she said something to me and I was like, yeah, G, you know, you got to do this, this, this. She was like, good job, dad. <laughs> All I could do was laugh. Cause I'm like, man, the little people, man, <clears throat> they pick up so much from us, man. And, um, <clears throat> I, I guess in my mind, you know, they pick up so much from us that I wanted to make sure that I can try to do everything I could for her. Cause I remember, um, her first Christmas, I did a lot. <clears throat> her second Christmas, I went crazy. Third Christmas, I went borderline crazy. Fourth Christmas, I, 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 I was monitoring, you know, what she need, what she don't need. This year was more of a, I can only get the essentials that I thought she needed based off, you know, money. And... <clears throat> I wasn't able to do as much as I would have liked to. And, you know, of course, it made me feel a certain type of way. But at the end of the day, I had to remember what was said to me. <clears throat> Pastor Jenkins said that it's more about. It's, it's not about the gifts under the tree. It's more about the gift that was on the tree. And then I had another person tell me, look at what you do all year round as a dad, you're an excellent father. And so I had to think about those two things because it was bothering me. I ain't going to lie, it was bothering me. I mean, now here it is, Christmas morning. I'm sitting here sipping this uh, this apple pie uh, moonshine, which is actually good, by the way. Shout, good shout out. Shouts out to Bob. Um, and um, I'm just thinking like, damn, I did want to do more. I did want to do more. But I can only I can only do what I can do. And I think as a parent, we all feel that, that we only can do, you know, what we can do. And I feel like, you know, <clears throat> don't feel bad or overwhelmed about what you can't do for your kids. Let's look at the purpose of Christmas and look at what we can do versus what we can't. What we can do is continue to love on our kids. What we can do is continue to help educate them. What we can do is help them be you know, better people than we were at their age. Those are the things that we can do. If we don't have money, then we can't do certain things. If we don't have certain resources, then we can't do certain things. And that, I mean, and at the end of the day, yeah, it's going to make you feel a certain type of way, but you know, what can you do? What can you do? But I just remember, you know, going back, you know, just the feeling of Christmas, man. I mean, you knew Christmas was coming around. You knew you weren't going to be in school. You knew you was going to be off for a couple of days. You knew you was going to be able to be fresh. As we got a little older, my mother used to take us out to uh, Reading, Pennsylvania. And, you know, she would already have a certain amount of money allotted for us. She would hand it to us. This is what you get. Go. And we would go shopping. I mean, one time, me, my brother, Larry, and it was one other person. 
It was one other person I think that went with us. Out red in Pennsylvania, man. We man, we bought Timberlands, we bought all the polo, the jeans, man. We went back to school in January. You talking about fresh? Shit, man. Nigga was fresh. And so, you know, back in the day, man, Christmas was a little different than it is now. I mean, cause I ride around neighborhoods and I look at some people and they still got their spirit where all the lights is up, all of the um, decorations is up and, you know, you know, people in the Christmas spirit. Then you got the other people who don't put up lights no more, but they buy that little, they buy that little, uh, they buy that little light thing that they put in the yard and it, and it bounces off the house and it has the snowman and the Christmas tree. And then some of them got the little lights, you know, and, and you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, that's the, that's the, the new way, the the new millennial way to put up Christmas lights, <laughs> so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, it, it just shows that, you know, some people still are in it, you know, um, like they've always been. And there's some people that kind of, you know, gotten away from, you know, all of the all of the decorations and all of the hype. I mean, now I have seen some people where they might not have, you know, all of the fixings and trimmings outside, but then they have a Christmas tree and decorations in the house, you know. And. It it's just it's just different. I mean, really. I mean, I've I've talked to at least, I mean, I want to say at least nine people within the last maybe four days, and all of us had said the same thing. Like, damn, it don't even feel like Christmas, man. It don't even feel like it, and it just made me think, what 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 is that feeling? And that feeling is what we used to have, you know, back in the day. When you smelt the Christmas tree and you and, and you knew your family was going to be cooking and you knew, you know, you know, you knew um, stuff was going to be, you know. Um, stuff was going to be under the tree. I mean, you knew all of that. And it just seemed like. Um, I mean, it just seemed like that's 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 what people still kind of feed off of. That was my alarm, y'all, to do my push ups. I'm gonna have to do them when I'm done with y'all. Um, yeah, but it just seemed like that that feeling that everybody's having that's saying that it don't feel like Christmas is from the tradition that we've had in the past. And I know a lot of people, you know, somewhat like myself, would like to create my own tradition and not necessarily the tradition of old. And I see a few people on Instagram that's kind of doing that very thing. You know, they, uh, they, 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 they go to Florida, they go to Miami, they go out of town, you know, for Christmas or new year's, you know, whatever. And I just feel like, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. I want to do something different, you know, um, if it's a possibility where I can take, you know, Gianna, you know, somewhere, I want to do that. You know, if it's a possibility, if we can, you know, still have her little Christmas, you know, moment and then maybe go somewhere, you know, I want to try to do that. But I just feel like at the end of the day, you know, it, it, it just, for whatever reason, the way society is moving, it just seems like Christmas doesn't necessarily feel like it used to feel. And I think that 
over time, that's kind of what's supposed to happen to a degree. I mean, because we're not kids anymore. We're not little anymore. And, you know, things have definitely changed a lot. But I feel like we still kind of keep some of the Christmas spirit, you know, for the kids. You know. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just... It just seemed like, you know, um, it just seemed like when I when I thought about main man running out the store with those clothes, you know, at first moments, it was just like, what the fuck? And then, of course, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm thinking, and then I get home after my day, I kind of doze off and go to sleep. And as soon as I wake up this morning at like, uh, shit, I think my alarm went off at five. And so I tried to go back to sleep, and it, I, I couldn't go back to sleep. It just made me think about him. It made me think about, you know, the type of sacrifice he was going to make to steal those clothes. That's crazy. And so it, it was just like, you know, we can't put ourselves in those type of situations, even though I know we want to do for our kids as much as we want to. But we just... We just can't get to that point. But we can remember, you know, all of the stuff <clears throat> that we do for our kids throughout the year. So that way, if it comes to a point where we can't financially do everything that we would like to for them for Christmas, we got to think back to everything that we did for them before Christmas. And then to take it even further, think about the meaning of Christmas. And, you know, like, like Pastor said, you know, it's not about the gifts under the tree. It's about the gift that's on the tree you know, the life that we've been given <clears throat> and being able to do, you know, all the things that we do, you know, in this country. And we, and don't get me wrong, it's a lot of stuff that's going on. I mean, it's a lot of, you know, it's a, it's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I can't even begin to start talking about all of the stuff that's going on in this country. Um, it'd be hard for me to do that. But I will say, <clears throat> for the most part, that this country as a whole continues to try to, you know, keep the Christmas spirit alive, which is, which is a good thing, I guess, you know, especially if you got kids for the kids, but then it's just like, you know, they get to a certain point. Like my oldest daughter is 23, you know, it, I don't think she's looking at Christmas like she was when she was five, but then I got the five year old Gianna, of course, she, you know, she ready. Christmas, I'm getting gifts. I'm getting presents. I'm like, you getting presents? Yeah, I'm getting presents, Daddy. And that's cool. And I think for the most part, you keep it alive for them. But then as they get older, it's like, then what? And I think that at that point, that's when you start looking at, you know, creating your own tradition. Maybe going places, maybe doing something, you know, you know, whatever it may be. Whatever it may be, just starting your own thing. And then that way, when they get older, they can kind of look at, you know, when they were younger, we went all out. But then as we got older, we did something different. And then they can pick and choose how they want to do what they want to do with their kids, which is, which is cool. You know what I mean? And I just looked at it like, man, you know, it just seemed like, you know, it, it, it's just it's not the same. Christmas is not the same. You know, it's not, you know, as it as it has been normally. And um, it just, it, it does. It really does feel different. It does. I mean, I'm not saying whether it's good or bad. I'm just saying that it really does 
you know, feel different. And, you know, maybe because it's, you know, um, the way things have gone thus far, um, you know, this year. But it's been it's been crazy. I mean, it, it has really been crazy this year, man. Like, real crazy. And I'm just thankful that I'm still here. You know, it's another year coming. Um, and I made it to the end of the year. Um, like I say, you know, I haven't totally... Um, you know, uh, gotten what I thought I deserve or I'm not totally where I think I should be or, you know, whatever, but I'm still here though. <clears throat> and I think just like with, you know, Christmas, I think that we got to look at it like that, that regardless <clears throat> of what's going on and regardless of what we might not have, we got to look at it like we wake up and we can't, we can't take that for granted. We can't take for granted that we woke up this morning. Because that's, you know, that's something that's not, that's something that's not necessarily given to everybody. Because we all have that person, you know, either in, close to our family or either in our family that's not waking up today. And, 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 and I mean, they're not going to wake up today. You know, and there's people, families that's dealing with that. And, you know, that's that's a little rough. And so a lot of times, you know. When when Christmas time rolls around for me, I'm just like, you know, I want to try to do the best I can. But at the end of the day, it's like. It's not it's not much we can do. But try to, you know, do what we can do and, and try not to, you know, try not to make it where. Try not to make it where we put too much pressure on ourselves, so to speak. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's definitely a, a joyous occasion. Um, it's definitely something that, um, we should be happy about because we, you know, the, the year is coming to a close and we made it through another year, but it's one of them situations where <clears throat> we gotta be, we gotta be, uh, we gotta be mindful of just the blessing of being able to see another year. And I know everybody going to have these, uh, New Year's resolutions and all that, and I'm I'm done with that shit. I'm done with New Year's resolutions. I'm just taking every day, one day at a time, and in my mind, I'm just gonna set goals for myself, and I'm gonna just check them off as I go, because like I say, nobody, nobody, nobody asks me to start a podcast. Nobody, you know. Um, Nobody thought that I would do one, and it's like now I'm doing it, <clears throat> and I'm getting so much support, and I I didn't expect that. And I mean, honestly, people, you know, ask me, you know, how do you want to impact others? And I'm like, I just want to impact them the way others impacted me, you know? <clears throat> and I got, I got so much stuff going on where, you know, even though it's Christmas, it's like, come on, Slim, you got so much good going on, man. So 
you know, I got to look at what's going on good in my life versus what's not going on. And just because it's not going on right now don't mean that it won't never happen. <clears throat> it's like a lot of us get caught up about what's not happening and why don't I have it now? I mean, we can't do that. We still here. And we still got plenty of time to try to, you know, do <clears throat> some of the things that we say we want to do without it bothering us to the point where it's going to stop us from getting to that point. We all got to take some time to do some inventory of our life, right? And we got to take some inventory in regards of knowing what we want to do. And there's nobody else is going to take the time, the effort to put into what we're going to do itself for us. <clears throat> and I say that to say that when I started this show, I had no idea, you know, what this show was going to bring for me. <clears throat> and this show has brought a lot of positive things into my life. A lot. And don't get me wrong, I've still had challenges throughout. I've still had challenges. I've still gone through some challenges. But I feel like this show is a bright spot. And it allows me therapeutically to continue to move on, keep going. You know, it allows me to share my story and possibly impact somebody else. And, you know, continue to allow people in to let them know, you know, whatever they're going through, that's for the short term. You know, there's a way to get out of, you know, every situation that we that we get in, <clears throat> whether it's your car being repossessed, whether it's you're getting garnished on your paycheck, <clears throat> whether it's child support, <clears throat> whether it's um, they cut the cable off, whether it's your cell phone. I mean, whatever the fuck it may be. It's short-term shit. And it can be rectified. We just got to put in that work. I mean, just like people that, you know, know they shouldn't drink. Right? They don't know how to not drink because that's all they know how to do. But at some point, they got to figure out how to stop drinking. Especially if the doctor tell them that they need to stop. That's just like... You know, smoking weed. That's, I mean, I mean, that's like anything. You go to the doctor and the doctor say, look, man, you need to chill out with this. Guess what? Nine times out of ten, you need to chill out with that. And so now you got to formulate a plan mentally in your head. And that's why I always hear people say, you know, it's always good to have good people around you. And that's absolutely true because the people that's around you, they're not going to tell you the shit that people don't know you going to tell you. The people that don't know you going to just, yeah, tell you some bullshit. The people that know you are going to tell you some shit that's going to make you feel a certain type of way. Them the people that you want to listen to. Trust me, I know. Because I've had people in my life that made me feel a certain type of way to the point where I fucking didn't want to talk to them no more. But it's funny how everything that they said made sense. Made perfect sense. And it's like even now, you know, going through some of the challenges that I've gone through in the last months, you know. It actually hindered my thinking and I actually missed 
the opportunity to do a couple shows that I think would have been groundbreaking. And I think, you know, I still may make an attempt to do a few of them, <clears throat> but it would have been groundbreaking at that time. Like, I'm going to just share this one idea. I had one idea where Michelle Obama just had a book tour. And she came to um, she came to the phone booth downtown, and it was a lot of women that went to that to that to that event. And I know a few women that went personally. And so what I wanted to do was I was gonna go up MGM, talk to the GM, see if I can get one of the rooms in the back, and get like three women that went to that that event and just talk to them and just see how empowering that event was for them and it was something that I missed I missed that because I allowed the challenges in my life to stop to stop what I was doing and that was this and I woke up this morning on Christmas thinking about not the gifts under the tree but the gifts but the gift on the tree <clears throat> and the gift on the tree has allowed me to still be here. Out of all of the dumb shit that I've done in my life, I'm still here. And I got kids as blessings to show that my life, you know, wasn't just, you know, the shit that I did in my past wasn't just for nothing. You know what I mean? And so, um, I mean, I'm just at the point now where, you know, you know, Christmas is important for the kids. But I do think at a certain point that we cannot just be um, so wrapped up in the gift giving part that we got to be in the part where, you know, we have to acknowledge that one, we still here and two. That we do everything that we tr that we can do for our kids and our family members, and you know I know it's some people out there that can do more than others, and I know sometimes as a person who probably can't do as much, they see Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, and you know they see the celebrities doing what they doing for their families, you know, because they are financially able to do it. Then you got some people in locally in your community that you that you know that may be business owners or, you know, whatever, and they doing what they do for their families, whether they bought a house or they having big dinners and gifts or whatever. But, you know, for the people who can't afford that type of stuff, um, you got to look at them too. And you got to look at it like, you know, you can only do what you can do. You can't go outside your means. And you don't want to, get to the point of desperation like my man that was in Burleson Coat Factory snatching these clothes and now locked up and now catching a charge and now got to go do some bullshit because you made a decision. And life is definitely about decisions. And, you know, some people don't want to celebrate Christmas. Some people do. Um, I just spoke to my man yesterday. He said that uh, um, I want to say the Spanish community, they celebrated Christmas yesterday. You know what I mean? And so I was like, that's what's up. I had some shirts that I needed to bring him and his wifey. And so um, he was like, yeah, they celebrating Christmas tonight. I was like, oh, okay, bet. 
And so, I mean, it just, you know, it, you know, everybody celebrates, celebrates it differently. And just like, you know, somebody told me one time reading the Bible, you got to read it for yourself and get your own understanding. I, I think that's the same about life. Nobody's going to do everything the same. Everybody is out here grinding to get something. You know what I'm saying? Like my man Van, um, he got a podcast, likes, follows, and retweets. And I love the fact that <clears throat> he 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 engineers the graphics and his um and his advertising and his marketing. I don't know how to do that. I think that's fucking perfect. I mean, I I I, I be hating a little bit because I be wanting to ask him how he do it. Um, but I think it's I think it's perfect. And then on the other hand, I don't I don't do all of the I don't do all of the likes, follows, and retweet and retweet stuff, right? But he'll hit me every now and then. He'd be like, Slim. I heard that podcast you did the other night, man. Much needed, man. People needed to hear that. So it's like, you know, even though you might think somebody doing something better or different than you, that same person might be looking at you like, damn, I don't know how to do that. But but that's that's tight. You know what I mean? And so you just got to look at it like, man, what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. And anything you want to do after that is on you. And it's always somebody watching. Whether you like to think it or not, it's always somebody watching. Always. And so now in the back of my mind, I tell people all the time while I'm at work, I work like somebody's always watching me. I do. I work like somebody's always watching me, man. And so I just feel like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, for me, it just seems like um, it just seems like it's the right thing to do. Because. It just seemed like I feel like my time is coming. I feel like something great is going to happen with me, but I just need to be patient. And I think waking up this Christmas, you know, not necessarily having everything that I wanted to have necessarily, so to speak, is is a blessing in disguise because I feel like um, I feel like Something's going to happen. You know, I, I believe it. I feel it. And I don't have a lot of dreams, but I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. So um, this wasn't necessarily, you know, a Christmas special, but this was just something that I felt like I needed to get off my chest. Because I didn't want anybody to be walking around, you know, kind of somewhat feeling like I was yesterday. And possibly doing something that I saw my man doing at Brunson Co Factory. I mean, definitely Christmas is a time where we should celebrate. But again, like Pastor Jenkins said, what are we celebrating? Are we celebrating gifts that we want to give other people? Is that what Christmas is about? Or are we celebrating the actual gift that was given to us? And you know, I can't say it enough, man. It's not about the gifts under the tree. It's about the gift that was on the tree. The tree of life. And we've been given opportunities, man. So many. And so, yeah, I just, um, I just came on here, y'all, to just let y'all know, man, um, Merry Christmas from myself, the sixth man, um, 
I hope you have a great Christmas, man. I hope y'all spend time with your family. I hope you spend time with your friends, relatives, loved ones. I hope you take time to reflect those who are not here with us today. Um, and I just hope that you just take time to reflect on, you know, the meaning of Christmas itself versus just the the material stuff, the giving of gifts and, and, and things of that nature because it's way bigger than just giving gifts. So I'm hoping that... Uh, Again, you have a beautiful Christmas. I hope you all get to spend time with family today. And um, just reflect. Just reflect and let them know that you love them. Again, think about those who are not here with us anymore. And just think about what can you do different than you did this year that you can try to do better next year. As you know, my motto is being better than you were yesterday. And that's kind of, I'm going to stick to that from here on out. From here on out, what can I do better than I did yesterday to make tomorrow a little bit better? You know what I mean? So, yeah. This is the six man. This is Real Talk with the Six Man. I appreciate her, all y'all continuing to listen to me and support me. And I just, again, wanted to wish y'all a Merry Christmas. And I hope y'all have a great, 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 great day. Merry Christmas, y'all.